Welcome to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Joyous conversations about what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about our one reality. You have nothing to fear. You are eternal and you are perfectly loved. Knowing the truth changes everything. Now, here's Roberta. Welcome to Seek Reality. I'm Roberta Grimes and I'm delighted that you're with us today. One of our very favorite guests on Seek Reality is Dr. R. Craig Hogan. Craig is a wonderful man. He's an expert on death in the afterlife and the president of Seek Reality Incorporated. So he is a leader in the whole afterlife field worldwide. I first met Craig 15 years ago, and since then, he and I have put on workshops and events together, collaborated in various ways, and I really could not be doing the work I do now without his guidance and advice all the time. I'm just, I'm actually, I'm always after him to ask him another question. So it's such a treat for me when he's our guest. This is his 44th Seek Reality appearance in more than 10 years. And he, we always talk about something different, sometimes only a little bit different, but something different. So when I was thinking about what to talk about and con- consulted with him about what we're going to talk about now, he told me that SeekReality.com, which is his baby, really, it is and is the preeminent afterlife information site on the internet has now achieved Google's page one, which is actually a huge accomplishment when you consider how many websites there are that try to get page one. Very exciting. But still, Craig and I talked about the fact that we've noticed that for many people, learning about what happens after death is kind of really not what's their favorite thing to do there are not many people who still want to know the truth they're kind of afraid to find out almost and we thought we probably ought to talk about what maybe some of the things that are in the way for people that make them maybe not want to know as much as they probably should want to know because it's all good news and why why would people what not want to know what's all good news so We might start out talking about that, and then who knows? Because whenever we get started talking, it leads wherever it's going to go. Craig heads both Seek Reality Online and the Afterlife Research and Education Institute, and he and Mikey Morgan are the only two people who know more about the afterlife than I do. And, of course, Mikey is a sixth-level ascended being. Welcome, Craig. I'm so happy to have you back with us today. Roberta, it's a delight. I always look forward to this. We have some wonderful things to talk about, and there's so much that we need to tell people. So let's go ahead and do it. Let's do it. So what's new with Seek Reality Online? So what we're doing now is we we have a digest. In other words, it's it's much like a YouTube channel. And so instead of having YouTubes, what we're having is we're having articles, videos, other resources in a line and all of them are available for people to look at and they're renewed every day. Every day we have something different on that channel and, and we invite people to get on because what we're doing is we're putting on all the information that people need to know about why we know there is a life after this life and what life is like there. And we've got the information, we're getting it out to people and all the latest information is on seekreality.com. See, I think back, to what I know. And what I know is old news. 
I, my information comes from what the research I did, which, which is more than a hundred years old. Now it comes from this, the, the, what, what the physical mediums brought through more than a hundred years ago. So I, it's all old news. I mean, I'm just, <laughs> I'm wallowing in the past really. And, and so what, what you're doing is looking at all the fresh news which is which is the exciting kind of new news, and I I get emails whenever you put up something new, and so it, it's exciting to see that there's all this new news coming through. What 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 is some of the new stuff you're getting? We know more now about the life after this life, and about the transition, and about communicating with those living there than humankind has ever known. We have all the information now, and it's becoming more and more prominent. Part of the reason is because of the mass communication devices that we have today. So we can share things among people instead of just a little group having an incident happen within their community and they discuss it in their community and nobody ever hears about it. It took two days for the announcement about Abraham Lincoln's assassination to reach the West Coast. And so it's just it's true it's, you know, <laughs> when you think about it. <laughs> conveying information was primitive, but now information is conveyed, conveyed immediately. And what that means is we're all sharing what we know. It's one immense effort within humanity, even though the people don't realize it, to make this information known, to bring it out, to let people know what's happening. So now we know that, that there are f at least 15 ways that we can communicate with people living in the life after this life. One of them is 98% successful. Some of them are being done by psychotherapists for their patients now. And so we, we know this information, that's new. This is something that people are just beginning to really understand now. It's only been happening since 2005. And so what we're doing was, is we're getting this information, the latest information about how to communicate with people living in the life after this life and what life is like there. We have many more people like Mikey who are telling us now what life is like in the afterlife. And, and they're describing what happened at their transition. Did they feel pain when they had the transition? Uh, how quick was the transition? What is it like? Uh, are we vaporous beings living in a life after this life? Or is there substance to it? So we're not vaporous. Explain that to people. That, because that's the kind of thing they worry about, I think. Yeah, there's so much superstition and ignorance. And we're trying, we need to get around that. We need to get past that. So no, we're not, not vaporous beings. We are just like this. Uh, people wake on the other side and they say it's remarkable that they thought they were dreaming. It's just like this life. So the, the life and the life after this life is exactly like this one. We have our bodies. We have our mature bodies in when we were in our prime in our 20s and 30s. And then that body, then we walk around and do things. People walk down streets and there are buildings and we live in houses and they it's have solid. We have a solid body. Just it's a solid body. It's just like this body. Only well, it has no flaws. It's young and gorgeous. I just can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> a gorgeous body. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to give up this one and, and take on a new one. So uh, there are no old age diseases. There are no diseases. There are no in, uh, in deformities of any kind. Right. And so what we're doing is people need to realize that, that this is not something to fear. The transition from this life to the next life is very quick, 
people don't even realize that it's happened. They're surprised when they they say, well, in one moment I was there and then I was here and, and I don't know how that happened, but, and there's no pain involved in it. And people need to realize that the transition is easy. When they go there, they'll have a wonderful reunion with their loved ones, their pets, with all of the people, even ancestors that they don't know. And so then they will go to that side and they will begin the rest of their internal life and it's like the next stage. It's like they're graduating from undergraduate school here and going on to graduate school when they go on to the next stage of life. And it's just like that. If only you could put up a billboard in every city that would say this. Did you know? Many people actually don't even realize that they've made the transition. It's yeah. that effortless mm -hmm. yeah there's they, no they, yeah my mother yeah. went in her sleep mm -hmm. and she when when i talked to her after she had transitioned she said i just i went to sleep here and i woke up there that's all it is and that's and it. i didn't i didn't realize i had it just looked like here i like there and i i, I she said but but my my nickname was Bobby. She said, "Bobby, I just I just woke up here. I didn't even know I had had died. It, it was just the same. It looked exactly the same." Yeah, yeah, but it's much more glorious. So what they do is they describe to us that there are colors there that we cannot imagine. Yes, there are flowers there. The flowers exude a beautiful. Huge. They're really big. They're huge. Oh. They go profusely all over. They not only emanate odors, but they emanate music. music. Uh, there is there is a music available to anyone who wants to have it in the atmosphere, but you don't have to have the music. Everything there is still our free will. So we make decisions about what we want to have happen there. And so we will live our lives there in the way in which we want to live them. And then when we want to go on from there and grow in our understanding and our wisdom and our, our love and compassion, we will grow and then we can go to the next level, but we don't have to. It's all free will. We make our own decisions about what will happen with us on the life after this life. And we just have to enjoy every minute of it. I've begun to teach a course on how to make this your nest less necessary earth lifetime. And I just mentioned it once at the bottom of a blog post thinking, you know, people would say, Oh, isn't that interesting? And immediately I got 32 people sending me emails saying, I want to, I want to be part of that course. I want to take that course. So we're doing it as a little experiment and everyone is all excited about this. It's really fun. I'm enjoying it. So I'll probably do it again. Um, but what what is surprising to me is that that's what people want to know about. Mm -hmm. They they seem they they seem kind of afraid to know about the afterlife, but they're very excited to know about not having mm -hmm. to come back to this life, which to me is fascinating. That's that's like the magic bullet. People don't want to have to come back, which I don't blame them about at all. I mean, this is kind of a kind of a drudgery you wonder why babies cry babies cry because being there is so wonderful it's so happy 
And then they said they find themselves back here. And, oh, I forgot what it was like here. Why did I choose to come back? Oh, no wonder babies cry. Really? Yeah. <laughs> did I really choose to do this again? What was I yeah. thinking? That's why babies yeah. cry. Yeah, our souls chose to have us here because they knew that it would be a time of, of difficulty, uh, a time of trials, a time of conflict. We chose, our souls chose that for us because we have lessons to learn here and we are to grow in love and compassion and we're to enjoy the experiences here. But we have to know that that's true. We have to realize the fact that we are eternal beings. We've chosen to be here at this time when earth is a crucible. There are difficulties involved and we were here to try to overcome them, to learn how to overcome them. And when we overcome them, then we are triumphant. If we fail, it just there's no judgment. It doesn't make any difference whether we just don't make the grade or not. We just try, try the best that we can and do the best that we can and enjoy this life. And then once we've gone on to our reward, we, we go through a period of time when we review what we did. So we will review what happened during this lifetime and we'll feel the feelings of all the people that were involved. So we'll actually That's the judgment we judge. Person ourselves for how we have treated people during this lifetime that's the judgment we are judging ourselves Mm -hmm. but the thing is this is where the negativity is there isn't negativity in the in the afterlife what we call the afterlife which is our real life it's all love light and joy love is what we breathe there it's what we live in it's beautiful there and so we forget what it's like here. Here is where the negativity is. And and we don't experience it there. I mean, it's just beautiful there. It's wonderful there. When we talk with our loved ones who are living there, they're so happy. They really are happy. And that's that's what we need to know about it there. It's just wonderful there. And that's yeah. what... We, we find out when we go to secretreality.com, which is the which is the website that that Craig manages and so beautifully. Oh, I can't I just can't get over how wonderfully you're managing it. How it's such a beautiful place to go and visit. It's just a wonderful wonderful website. Thank you so much with about for all you're doing with it. I can't get over how wonderful it is. It's a labor of love, as you know, and we are, I really want people to realize what we know to be true. I have no fear of the transition no. uh, that's uh, that's coming up for me, and, and I'm looking forward to the reunions that I'm going to have after that transition. I want this to stay, I want to stay in this life now because I want to accomplish these things that we're working on. I want to be part of this while I'm in this life, but I'm looking yeah. forward to time when I make the transition and I'm in the next life and everyone can have the same feeling. There is no need to fear the death. That of the is perfectly true. I feel exactly the way you do. I mean, we, we, we need to be here because this is the work we've chosen to do. And every day that we're in it, I'm, I'm so grateful for every day that I get to spend doing this work. Every email that you get, isn't it a joyous thing to know that you've helped someone else? Oh my goodness. It makes my day every time I read one and get to respond and hug people virtually because we don't get to hug someone who's in New South Wales and so on. But, but still, it's such a glorious feeling to see that you've helped someone. 
but we certainly look forward to the moment when we get to go home. Yeah, and the responses that we get from people when they finally realize the truth, the truth will set them free. If you know the truth, there will be no need to fear the death of the body. All of the, the problems that you're having in this life or the difficulties you're having with other people, they come into perspective. It's like you're standing outside and looking down on it and you're seeing it from the perspective of an eternal being who's having a physical experience. And when you have that perspective, then you can see the things of this life are not so important. There's no reason to get upset by them. That every opportunity, every opportunity that we have to grow is something that's being given to us. And it's for our edification. It's for our development. It's for our growth. And all we have to do is see that these difficulties that we're going through are ultimately going to make us the person that we will be for eternity. And so then we can go on to the next life and with the confidence that when we get there, then we'll be able to look back and understand why all of the things happened that happened to us during this life. It's all for good. Mm-hmm. All for People who um, read the Bible know that it says all things work for good for those who love the Lord. And that's not a Christian saying. That's just a true saying Mm -hmm. that came from God. A lot of the things that are in the Bible come from God, even though religions are not from God. They're all human inventions. Yeah, the the religions that we know today, there are 4,200 world religions today. Uh, every one of them feels like they've got the truth and all the rest of them are are heathens. So that means that 4,199 <laughs> religions think that... There are 4,200 Christian versions, dear. Yeah, and there are a lot of others that are not Christian. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's how screwed up the whole religion thing is. But it's, yeah. none of the religions are of God. They're all, they're not. They're all human. Yeah. Yep. And there are 38,000 religious, uh, Christian religious sects, 38,000 of them. They're all, we, yeah, they're all, yeah. Yeah, they're all, they're all, forget, forget all of it. It's none of it has anything to do with, with God. Yeah, that's true. If God doesn't mind. God just smiles on us mm-hmm. <laughs> because God yeah. has something to do with any of it. Yeah. And, but, but we are receiving guidance. We're receiving help. And when we make the transition into the next life, we don't suddenly, all of a sudden, become wonderful and peaceful and loving and and all the hostilities are gone. We have to grow in the same way that we grow on this side of life. So we'll take with us the attitudes, the fears, the difficulties, the hostilities. We'll take that with us into the next life. But then we'll grow. That's when we're looking back on the, on our life and see, oh, I didn't need to be upset about that. I didn't need to feel that way about him when he did that. I can see now that those things that I thought were so important in this life weren't so important at all. And as a result of that, then I can grow and I will then become more wise and more loving and compassionate. So that after a period of time, then we will be filled with nothing but love and compassion. When somebody comes back from the the next life, I've had people ask me, I I had a bad relationship with him. Uh, He hated me and I don't understand fully why. And, and, uh, or he abused me when he was in this in life. And, and what do I do about that? Uh, Is he going to uh, be hateful toward me now? And the answer is when you first transition, then they will have the same attitudes, but very quickly they will re- realize that they were in on a stage, they were playing a part, 
they were being a part of this realm and all of those things of this realm are gone all of the difficulties all of the baggage all of the problems and then they grow from that into becoming loving compassionate understanding and they realize that the, the the things that they thought were so important that created a conflict for them have no importance at all and then they become loving and compassionate so when we confront when we talk to people living in the life after this life they always come through loving compassionate uh, many of them are very sorry for what they did during this life oh yes but but they are a different person after a period of time even though at first when they go over they're the same person many people are wondering now how could that be well what what happens is that when we come into this life we come in with a limited part of our advanced eternal mind and that is that we sort of strip down for learning kind of the way when you go to the gym, you strip down to shorts and a T-shirt and you're ready to, you know, exercise. We, we come in stripped down to a smaller part of our mind, which is set for learning, set for growth. And then when we go back, we we then eventually get back in our advanced eternal mind. And there we see more clearly a lot of things that we didn't see when we were here. And in that advanced eternal version of our mind, then we are really ready to grow. And that is the part of, that is the, that advanced eternal mind really is able to see, wait a minute, I shouldn't have behaved that way. I shouldn't have thought that way. Then we are able really to grow. It's a process and then we are really part, again, of the mind of God, which is what we really are. We are really part of one gigantic eternal mind, which is the mind of God. We can get back to that. And that's when who we truly eternally are. Our, our universal intelligence, which is the basis of all reality, which is the mind of God, isn't completely loving that's the the what the people feel when they go into a near-death experience and they experience this wonderful loving presence they don't want to come back from the near-death experience and what they're feeling is the mind of god they're feeling our eternal being the basis of all beings and when they feel that then then they can realize this is what i'm going oriented towards this is what yeah. i want to become i want to become so loving that people in my presence feel nothing but love and acceptance and so then they begin to grow towards that we're growing towards it in this life so people do evolve towards being more loving and compassionate as they grow older but then next life is when we bring it to fruition that's when we really understand that and then we're able to come back from the next life and help other people here so we're able to help our loved ones the children that we have the the children of, of our children and so we're able to come back with and give them guidance and help and, and teach them how to be loving and compassionate. So we become love and we become compassion just as our eternal universal intelligence is loving and eternal. It is such a process and it's more complex than we really could understand while we're in these bodies because we are stripped down to that we're a limited part of our best eternal minds. But the more we can come to understand, the more we are able to grow. 
Um, we look around us, we see all these horrible things happening in the world. These people are not in their right minds, so to speak. And so it's it's important that we understand as best we can, and then we can help other people also to grow. Yeah, and we can enjoy our lives together more. So the Much more that more. we realize this, the more we can enjoy this life. The relationships that we have in this life can be so much more than they are. All we have to do is realize the fact that we are eternal beings. We're going to make a transition. We're going to go on to the next stage of life, that everything in this life is a learning experience. And we needn't take it so seriously that we needn't feel like this is the only thing that there will ever be in our eternal lives. That This is only a short stop. And we're going to continue after this. But the love and the compassion that we should feel for each other in this world, it, it just amazes me that there are people who are still hostile. There are people who, oh, who yes. are with each other, who are angry with each other. And it's all a facade. It's all a development that is not real. There is, it's all an illusion. And they should realize the fact that we are loving, compassionate beings at our basis, at our core, just as our universal intelligence is universally loving and compassionate at its core and so then all we have to do is grow into that grow towards that and we will become different beings but we certainly will do it after we make the transition into the next life so so what are you hearing from people what questions are they asking what what what's going on do you think in people's minds now most of the questions are very basic so that they're they really have a lack of understanding there's so much superstition so they're asking questions like do i have a body well uh, i or they'll ask, so ask a question like i, I have two wives uh, in this life and and uh, i don't know which one i'm going to be living with which one will i be living with and and so what we do is we tell them that uh, you will make free will choices the same way you do on this side of life you may decide to live with both of them one of them or none of them and then there may be somebody who's disappointed as a result of that. But we make the free will choice and then we live with that. Choice. How can you disappointed if, be disappointed if you could do it? Both of them, one of them, or none of them. Yeah. Where, yeah. Where's the disappointment in that? Do whatever yeah. you like. Yeah. Then the disappointment is on the other person's part. So one of those may have wanted to live with uh, <laughs> us in the life after this life. And, and unfortunately, we're not going to be living with them because we made the free will choice not to. If somebody was abusive or they were creating problems for a person on this side of life, when they are both in the next life, if the person doesn't who was being abused does not want to see them or doesn't want to have any contact with them, they simply oh, never see them. They simply are never there. They don't have to ask for that. Our universal intelligence gives the person that. And so they won't see them until a later period of time, after a century, after two centuries of earth time, they may decide, well, I really would like to reconcile with him. I really would like to try. At that point, then they can decide that they would like to meet with the person, but otherwise they're not required to meet with them. In the same way, we, we choose the person, people we lived with. So we can live with one of our wives or none of our lives, uh, wives, and we can find new wives. And, and uh, there is not the, the sense of possession in the other side. There is no possession as such. There's just, no marriage. There's no marriage as such, no. There, 
There is love. There is great love among people, great love between two people. Uh, but that love is not a required love. There are no requirements involved in these explanations, uh, in, in these expressions of love that people have for each other. I've, I've been getting uh, questions about um, how to contact your spirit guides because I have this really lovely relationship with, with my Thomas and they wonder, can they have that kind of relationship? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that has taken a long time to develop, and um, and it has a work purpose. Um, we, we're working together for you know doing God's work. I I think many people think that they can have kind of a recreational relationship with their spirit guide. I don't think there is that kind of relationship that's possible to have. But um, I try to tell them how to try to develop that kind of relationship nonetheless or not not really a folksy relationship but at least a a kind of efficient relationship a, a, a way to talk with them nonetheless yeah a familiar do you get that kind of re- a question at all about about yeah. your spirit guide Spirit guides and 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 the uh, our guardian angels. Uh, each one of us has a, a, at least a, one guardian angel. We have uh-huh. spirit guides, and yes, people ask that. And as you say, we can have a good relationship with them, but because of the fact that they are busy, <laughs> sorry about that. Because of the fact that they is that, are is that cat or something. Yeah, this is my cat. Well, yeah, she. Uh, the fact that that we have we are going through life we are going through learning lessons we're going through this life and this life is a, an opportunity for us to grow they can't interfere with it so in other words they won't come in and and make things different for us if we say you know please give me a new job you know and right, uh, right they're not going to run off and get a, a new job for you what they're going to do is they may help you with your with your growth into being able to find a job uh, that with your growth into being able to discern which jobs are going to be going good for you. So they will come into your life and help you with in that way. They will give you guidance in that way. They won't make things happen against your will or against the will of whatever is happening in your life, but they will help you. They will guide you. They will bring you to that point. And so that's what we need to learn to listen to. Suzanne Wilson has a wonderful uh, DVD in which she guides people through the process of meeting the spirit guides. And I really recommend that. It's a, but Suzanne uh, Wilson, S-U-S-A-N-N-E Wilson. And I would recommend that people look that up on amazon.com and go through it. It's a wonderful exercise. We can have a relationship with our, our loved ones and a relationship with our guides, with our guardian angel. We can have these relationships. All we have to do is pursue them. All we have to do is look for them and, and go, enter into a state of mind in which we can have them. And anybody can have them. They won't, they won't do things like change your life. They won't alter things in your life. But they will help you to see how you can alter things in your life. And you can make your life different. That's a, that's a great piece of advice. Um, I'll, I will, I'll put that in the notes to, to this uh, conversation. Um, that that uh, there is this, it's a DVD that's available on Amazon. Yes, it's available on Amazon. All people have to do is look up Suzanne's name, Suzanne Wilson, 
and you'll see the, her publications. And among it, them is what this, is it called? It's just a DVD on. Yeah, um, I think it's Meet Your Spirit, uh, Your Spirit Guide. Meet, meet Your Spirit Guide. Okay. It's Meet Your Spirit Guide. Yeah, I think that that's the name of it. Okay. Recommend really would recommend that for anybody who would go through it. You need to when when you do this when you go through these exercises you become more attuned. So you mentally become more attuned to the life after this life. You become attuned to your loved ones living there. You become attuned to the guides that, that are there. So if you go through these experiences, people won't have these happen things happen just at the stroke of a pen. It, they won't happen automatically. You have to go through them and, and enjoy the experience and, and grow into it. And if you it will then commit yourself to growing into it, you can have conversations with your loved ones, with your guides, with your guardian angel, all of those people who are concerned with you on the other side. It's just a matter of learning how to do it and being able to put the time into it. Yeah, that, that's a good piece of advice. Because I, I know that the relationship I have with Thomas is very unusual and was meant to happen because we have work to do together. And not everybody is in that position to to have a spirit guide who is supposed to be working with them in the way that we are supposed to be working together. Mm-hmm. Which he is not totally happy with, by the way. He was hoping to work behind the scenes and that's not how it, how it turned out. Um, but nonetheless... So, so what's next for for you? What what are you uh, working on now? I I know that uh, you're doing putting a lot of effort into seek reality online and and with great results, uh, getting it to first page and and doing putting so much effort in, into making it such a wonderful website. So my effort now is going to be in, in, in developing that, in enhancing it, and having more YouTubes, having more video involved in it, because there's so much we can teach people. People need to understand things about the life after this life. They understand what life is going to be like there, that they needn't be concerned about it, about the transition, that it's a wonderful transition, it's painless. No yes. one feels pain at the transition. That in this life we can become closer. Deliberately, all pain is gone. That's the point all of gone. it. It's all gone. Yeah, there's a, the story that that uh, I often tell about uh, a man named Swain, who had gone into the life after this life, and then he came back and explained what happened at his transition. And in his transition, then he was in an automobile with his fiancee's sister. And uh, they were driving down the road and they suddenly saw lights coming towards them. It was a semi-truck. The semi-truck was going to hit them. And a moment later, Swain felt himself being lifted up out of the car. He was 30 feet above the car holding his fiancée's sister's hand. And he watched the, the, the collision happen below them, 30 feet below them. There was no pain. We don't go through pain. The body may seem like it is. So we may see somebody who, who is comatose and, and they're obviously not there. And their body may be convulsing, but they are not in the body. They are not part of that. The body is separate from them. So we needn't worry about that. There is no pain at the transition. There's nothing to fear about the death of the body. It's going to happen all of a sudden. We're going to be here, and then we're there, and that's all there is to it. Beautifully said. No, it's a wonderful, uh, it's a it's a wonderful experience to transition. 
it's it's not happy for the people left behind and and we we I want to stress that Craig and I respect the people who are mourning and we, we don't, we know it's not all gifts are good to receive. And, and that's a, it's not a good gift to receive the death of someone that we love, but, um, but only know that the people that you love who have made their transition um, have, have received a beautiful gift and uh, they are in a wonderful place and all joy for them. And uh, there's yeah, nothing more to be said than that. It's a wonderful thing that has happened to them. And their primary concern, their concern is to get the message back and say, I'm, listen, I'm fine. Don't worry about me. You don't have to feel such deep grief. I'm okay. I'm I'm enjoying my life here. I've arrived safely at my destination. And just don't worry about me. Go on with your life. And uh, then enjoy the rest of your life. You have so much to happen in your life. And, and don't be concerned about me. Don't continue to grieve. Don't play the, the coulda, woulda, shoulda that I feel guilt over the, the person's passing. And all of those feelings that people have just to let them go. They're there. They're fine. And now we can go on with our lives. We can continue to live until the end of these lives when we'll have a wonderful reunion with our loved ones and our pets on the other side. And the people who have transitioned blame us for nothing. No matter what you think you did wrong, you did not do anything wrong. All is forgiven. There's nothing but love between you now and the person, the one ahead of you. They will welcome you with joy. They'll be there and they love you. And that's all you need to know. No regrets. Nothing but joy, nothing but love. That's it. And then people feel bad because they didn't make it to the funeral or they didn't go to the funeral. And that's of no consequence. That is meaningless. They, Nothing has, that, is of any consequence at all. No. And they know, they, they know what people are feeling. They know that you're, you have love for them. Even if you didn't go to the funeral, even if you didn't know about the funeral, couldn't be there or, or you couldn't be, get to the hospital soon enough. Uh, and they were gone before you got to the hospital and, and you needn't feel anything about that. They Nothing know, matters now. No, that doesn't matter. And they know how you feel. They know what you're thinking. They know what you're feeling. So everything that you would have felt then, then is in greater measure is felt by them when you know that they, they know that you're coming to the hospital or your love for them. And, and all of that is conveyed. There is nothing that's left unsaid. And so you needn't worry about that. There's no need to feel Absolutely. guilty. Mm-hmm. Just just send them your love and know that you have important work still to do or else you wouldn't be here. So just go on without a thought. Just send them a kiss and go on with your life. That's the important thing to do. That's the important thing. That's right. Because we have our lives to live. And so then after a person does make the transition, then we are to go on and to live our lives fully, to have all of the... Uh, the joys that we should have all the joy and the peace and the love that we should have. We should have a new relationship. If, if somebody's wondering about whether their spouse is going to be angry with them because they're going on to a new relationship, there's absolutely nothing to do with that. We there. have never seen a situation. Have no. we where no. your spouse said anything, but uh, except I, Oh, I would love to have him love to have her find someone new to love. There is, yes. there's enough love in the world you know, have have the relationship, 
have the joy. I'm so, I would be so happy to see that happen. So don't yeah. worry about that either. That's yeah. a wonderful point, Craig. And, and people who come through and, and they even will talk about specific individuals and say they're so happy that, that she has met this man, that he's an important man for her in her life. And, and he wishes them joy. That's yeah. true. Exactly. Yeah, so it's, right. it's wonderful. Wonderful. They have a wonderful sentiment towards us. Uh, when we're going on to live with another person, there is never any jealousy. There is never any feeling like, oh, how could you, you know, you, how could oh, you? Oh, no, no. Oh, my goodness. That's so true. Wonderful Absolutely. thing to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we've come to the end of our time. I can't believe that time always goes so quickly when you and I are together. Mm-hmm. So so do you have any any last thought? I guess with this, we, we've just talked about it, summing this up. Anything else that you think we make we should be sure we say? Yeah, um, tell uh, people uh, you should get on seekreality.com. We're doing our best. We're really working at this to try to bring these findings, these facts that humanity is learning for the first time in the history of humankind. We are understanding about the life after this life, about the transition, about about what happens, how we can communicate with people living in the life after this life. And we're putting it all on seekreality.com because we want to help humankind to grow, to understand these things and not fear the normal transition called death and not feel like anybody is lost, that everybody is there waiting for us. Everybody is there. Beautifully Mm -hmm. said, darling. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. Oh, my dear friends, this this has been so much fun. I always love it. (laughs) Craig is our guest. But he will be back again soon. Big hug, dear. And to me, everybody, this has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. I don't know why we called this Seek Reality. It was Thomas's idea, but I think it's perfect. We get to talk about everything. And I've been so happy to have you with us today. Please never forget that you are a powerful, a powerful eternal being. You never began. You never will end. And when you get that, you truly are an eternal being. It's going to change everything in your life for the better. Next week, we're going to be talking with Mark Gober. He's going to, he's another audience favorite. He's going to be with us for the eighth time. And as you probably remember, Mark is a sleuth extraordinary. He started out as a buttoned down Princeton guy, and he became a crusader for the truth because he started out investigating the fact that consciousness and the mind are not in the body with an end to upside down thinking. And when he discovered that science won't look at that, he just, just, you know, what else won't science look at? And he's been investigating all sorts of amazing things. His latest book is an end to upside down medicine. And I thought, oh, we've really got to look at that. My husband is a retired physician, and he almost could have written this book about how screwed up the whole scientific medical field has become. So I'm really looking forward to talking with Mark about this one next week. Please be sure to join us. And this week, our guest has been our wonderful friend, Dr. R. Craig Hogan, who has been with us for the 44th time in more than a decade of Seek Reality episodes. He's here, as I say faithfully, four, maybe five times a year. And always we talk about slightly different things, but we come back to talking nowadays always about our favorite shared topic, which is Seek Reality Online, seekreality.com, which he faithfully maintains. And he's always looking for different ways to show you the fact 
that we are always coming up with new information about your eternal life. Always good news, always perfectly beautiful news about your eternal life. This is not from NDEs, or at least not only. You know, he sometimes brings in a little NDE stuff, but true evidence about what your eternal life really is like. And it's always perfectly beautiful evidence about the fact that your life is not only eternal, but it's gorgeous. I mean, our lives are more, I mean, if you think you're a good parent, you should see the kind of parent God is. Oh, my word. Everything is so wonderful. It's like all the angels that there are, all the eternal beings that there are, spend eternity just coming up with more ways to make your life ever more beautiful. And one day you too will be among them, doing that for your younger brothers and sisters. Eight billion beings are on the, are on the earth right now living. Well, that's probably that times 10 are, are beings that are not now in bodies and they're all working to make our lives ever more beautiful for all eternity. So get there and get busy looking at what you don't need ever to be afraid of because life is more beautiful than you can possibly, possibly imagine and it never ends. So there's that. And there's also, as you know, teachingsbyjesus.com. Jesus didn't start Christianity. That happened 300 plus years after Jesus transitioned and went bodily, was bodily subsumed into the afterlife. And Constantine's Christianity has nothing to do with what Jesus taught. Now, 1700 years after they started the religion that bears Jesus's name, but has nothing to do with him. We finally have teachingsbyjesus.com, which is your single resource for all the beautiful divine truths that Jesus did teach. And it's bought, brought to you in perfect love by people who are teaching you at last Jesus's truths. Now it really is Jesus's turn and Christianity, the religion as it dies, Freeze those teachings for you to finally learn them from Jesus himself. Come to learn from Jesus what the tr truth really is. Take our, those teachings are finally coming alive, and I'm hearing from people now who are learning at the feet of Jesus at last. This is just the beginning. The way of Jesus is finally going to become alive for all the world. And as you know, my own nonfiction books are Liberating Jesus, My Thomas, The Fun of Dying, The Fun of Staying in Touch, The Fun of Growing Forever, The Fun of Living Together, and The Fun of Loving Jesus, Embracing the Christianity that Jesus Taught, which will become the basis for the way of Jesus in the world. For young children, there's the fun of meeting Jesus. You can order all these books through, you know, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and so on. And all the adult books except the last are available as audiobooks. If you want to talk about anything at all with me, you can always go to the green contact block on robertagrimes.com. Just be sure you give me your correct email address because sometimes my emails bounce. And that makes me very sad when I'm trying to answer people's questions. And all of the more than 500 past episodes of Seek Reality are available wherever, wherever audio podcasts are 
can be found for free, of course. And there's also an audio um, podcast, you know, app that that you can where you can get the um, episodes as we create them. And you can find that for free wherever free apps can be found. There's also now, of course, a video version of Seek Reality, and you can get that each week on Roku or Firestick or YouTube and elsewhere. And meanwhile, this has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Please enjoy and please make the most of this coming week in our one reality, always knowing that you are a powerful, eternal being. And you, most of all, in all of reality, you are perfectly and infinitely and forever loved. You've been listening to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Roberta blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Join us every week as we explore what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about the one reality we all share. Knowing the truth changes everything.